Hey, Matt Cook here with Jonathan Green. Let's start out, Jonathan, with the first question. My husband and I opened up our relationship, and now I think he's in love with our girlfriend. Uh-huh. Is, I don't even need to go into the story, but it's a classic one. Three years ago, my husband was getting a little bit bored, so we decided to open up the marriage, yeah. get a girlfriend together, and <laughs> plot twist, it didn't work out. So okay. he, shocking. now he's spent, he's like telling the girlfriend more and more t- to lose weight and helping her with choosing cuter outfits and kind of whenever something's going on in life, he texts her first and somehow she's surprised that this happened. So what do you think? <laughs> I mean, it felt, and now it's been three years. They've had the, I'm not sure. Okay, so, so so they were bored together, and instead of trying to like get better there, oh they no, said, oh, we'll bring a third person. No, I okay. think just the I'm husband sure. was bored. Actually, oh he was bored. Oh he was bored. Okay, so he said, "Hey honey, let's bring in another girl." That's what happened. Yeah, and it's a girl he already knew. Like, so it's someone oh, okay. that's already like. I guess people always give these really long explanations. It's basically, someone who's already in his life, like a friend of a friend or whatever, and. The woman, the girlfriend, always makes sure to include the wife. So now the girlfriend is making sure the wife feels included in their events and stuff when they do things. But she feels. You mean like, in bed or everything? I think Did they everything say? they do. Okay. Okay. So he he introduced um, polyamory into the relationship, and she's saying, "I love the girlfriend. She's and loves the girlfriend too, but she wants the husband to." love her more than the girlfriend. Oh, okay. So that's the problem, huh? That's the problem. I don't know what the problem is. If somebody brings another person in and they're happy, what's the, is there a problem? Yeah, I mean, I think that for me, whenever you want to bring in a new person to the relationship. So here, I'll tell you my experience. Whenever you're having a threesome, there's one person you like more always okay this is in any situation i can put two pieces of cake in front of you and you love cake you'll go well i like one piece a little bit more than the other right any two things so as a man when you're being with two men at the same time you're constantly at least i am assessing which do i which one do i and you get to a certain point where you kind of want the one you like less to leave (laughs) get the other one to go I guess, you know what, I have such a sheltered life compared to you, Jonathan. I've never had a threesome, and I've never been to an orgy. So well, I had a friend, he would always go to orgies all the time and tell me about them, and I never had any desire to go. Yeah, I mean, the problem with an orgy is that it's the kind of people that would go to an orgy <laughs> who goes there. Yeah, I, I, that's something I, I, I get that. I get that. That's something way outside my experience. However... Because you, the fantasy, right? And the fantasy and the reality are not the same. The f- reality is it's very stressful. Someone is always disappointed because um, you're trying to juggle perfectly for the whole time. And someone's like, hey, you kissed her more. You kissed me more. You did. Like, whatever it is, right? There's always something that's really tricky. Let, let me back up here, okay? okay? I feel like the guy is, he's, pro- okay, let's just talk about what he's got going on here. He's bored because... He probably is uh, jerking it to porn a lot, and he's uh, that may and, and that alone causes somebody to lose a lot of interest in their partner for various reasons. So um, that's what's going on. I guarantee you, that's what's going on. And then he's 
there's all this stuff, all kinds of extreme stuff out there. And, and so he sees that and he gets, it turns him on. He says, oh, I want that in my relationship. And it's like wanting this, wanting that, wanting, wanting, wanting. And there's never going to be any happiness with what he has. He's always going to want something else. That's my thought about it. Well, it doesn't sound like he's – I mean what's interesting to me, it's the dynamic of, oh, sometimes we fool around is very different from we have a girlfriend because she's like the girlfriend spent, does – is part of our family. She's helping to raise our kids. Now, the girlfriend is 10 years younger than the wife, which mm-hmm. is like, this guy has basically pulled off the move every guy dreamed of. The guy couldn't be happy. Yeah, right? that's right. That's what I was thinking that too. The guy yeah. is winning. It's perfect. It's really, perfect for him. Yeah. And I think that, I think that the marriage was in trouble three years ago because I've never heard of someone saying to their partner, let's open up the relationship and then it ending as a fairy tale. And then our marriage was perfect. You know? And then it's all. The, the other trouble is once it's open like that, you can't close it again. No. It, it, this doesn't end well. It's very difficult because I, I know people have asked me, I have this open marriage, whatever it happens to be. I want to get rid of that and I want to get it to just the two of us. And it's very difficult to go backwards that way. Yeah. So I think that, I mean, if you ask me, I think the marriage is over. Yeah. I think the, actually I think the marriage ended three years ago. I think that yeah. yeah, he convinced his wife that not only should they do external stuff, that the person should be a part of their life. The guy basically has two wives, and one is ten years younger than the other. Sounds like she's prettier, and that's what happens. Is that once you add in this dynamic, like I a threesome is one thing. Once you're talking about a long term relationship threesome, now it's gone from this girl's part of a fantasy to this girl's replacing the wife because you don't really need but you know what that works i mean a lot of people do that right in other you know certain places yeah they claim they don't but they do and it seems to work okay Uh, yeah i think the problem is that you're always going to have an imbalance now i've also seen it where it's a man and two women and the two women like each other more than the man in fact we have one of those coming up later so you're always Mm going to have an imbalance it's really hard to have a triangle if if they want it to work out and if the guy is is sort of fair and dividing a sexual tension between them and everything it seems fine to me doesn't have to be a problem yeah well that's not what's happening here the guy is trying to the guy is like trying to has a date night with the girlfriend one-on-one once a week they're doing a the guy would do more the guy would do everything one-on-one and probably dump the wife if he could get away with it it sounds like that sounds like it yeah so like it is there a way for the wife to fix this Um, the only thing she could do is if she wanted to issue an ultimatum and then if he doesn't agree, then she leaves. I mean, I I don't think there's any other way of fixing it, you know? Yeah. I mean, the trick is that eventually the girlfriend will actually initiate an ultimatum because she's in her twenties now. Yeah. She's 25. Right. Once she hits 30, she's like, listen, guys, this has got to go one way or the other. I want to have either I want a kid of my own with him or, you know what I mean? Because... Or, or they formalize this relationship, you know, like That's a, what I mean. monog- she wants, a she wants something more formal. Legally, you can't formalize it, but or okay. yeah, or she's going to jump ship too. It just, it's impossible in my <laughs> experience to maintain. You, I don't know anyone who's maintained a triangle long term. It's really can be cool for a couple of years, I guess. I don't know. To me, it sounds like a nightmare. The thought of two wives being mad at me at the same time is like enough to make me not want to try this. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> one gets mad. She goes, and do you remember what he did this? Oh yeah. And what about this? So they're like, well, each also other. as a man, you know, you've got these sexual 
limitations, I would say. And so women don't have as many of them, obviously. Yeah. So I think it's hard. If, if you have a really good sexual relationship with one woman, it'd be difficult to have another woman involved. That's why, they, mean, I, that's why often yeah. it's the two women ditch the guy. Yeah. The guy thought sure. he was winning. This is the rare one where the guy, one of the, they <laughs> more usually it's the two women go, what do we even, what do we need him for? We're having a great, yeah. what do we need him for? Yeah. 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 Okay. I got one for you here. All right. Um, so, uh, let me see if I can just summarize this dating five months. I'm very confused. This is a woman writing about sex. I know that's weird. I like sex. I'm sex positive. Uh, I'm willing to try things. I'm accepting and open. So I'm kind of puzzled. Boy, uh, things started slow. That was fine. You know, I'm an advocate of things starting slow, by the way. Uh, that was fine. So um, he just uh, he just seems completely indifferent. Anything I do, even if I touch him, okay? He doesn't touch himself, okay? Um, and he's told me he's uh, getting off to the pictures that I sent him, but he just seems so indifferent. I just want to get some advice. Any ideas? I suspect there's some element of ED. I know that's a sensitive topic. What's going on? It's not religious, she says. There's family or atheists. So that's the story. What is going on? He just seems completely indifferent. Anything I do, or even if I touch him at all. So it's interesting. I was excited to share this one with you. This was definitely one of my favorites. I saw this, and I here's one of the things I always look for. When someone sends in their story, I always look for hedging. And she's saying things like, brains and bodies are weird and sex positive. These terms are usually a, a masking term, right? It means there's something else going on because you're justifying something. So she says, yeah, whenever I'm with him, he can't get aroused. So, I mean, this is obviously someone who's so deep into pornography, they can't actually right. bring it into the real world. Like, that's an easy one here. Right. It's like he literally... And, and there's, a, there's a thing called porn-related ED, uh, which is very common nowadays with younger men and he's got that probably and he's afraid of trying to have sex or he can't have sex he doesn't get off so that's what's going on women are clueless about this a lot of times I don't, I don't know why they are because it's certainly out there you should if you're a woman you should be learning about it because it could affect your relationship it's something so hard to talk about because the first thought here's what happens here's my experience is that when it, whenever it happens a woman always thinks it's her right she yeah goes like, that's right like that's what she's saying. She thinks it's her. She goes, "It's not me. I'm not attractive enough. Maybe what I'm doing isn't the right stuff. It's not my body." Of course, she does. And right. She and the thing is, it's like it's almost never about the woman. That's what's. It's one of those things where it's like the odds of it being about her are so low, like one percent, one in a thousand. It's definitely that, and there may there may be underlying issues beyond that. Like maybe he's gay. There may be underlying issues with him. Yeah, I mean, he, no, he might be Not gay. With her. That could be the other reason. Yeah, he, can't. he might be gay. It's yeah, and I also found that when I was working with porn guys, guys who had ED, I've worked, I've worked with thousands of men that had ED, and when I was working with the porn guys, they would get into gay porn, and they would think they were gay. And it was odd, interesting that gay men would get into straight porn and think they were straight. <laughs> it's like because the thing that you're not attracted to is more arousing sometimes because of the novelty factor. Nice. And the men that stopped using porn who thought they were maybe gay be, were really just straight guys who were into gay porn because it was more arousing and extreme and the escalation of 
in porn that often happens is to more and more extreme things. And then they would just become normal guys and they'd be really interested in their partners again and love sex with their partner. And as long as they stayed away from porn, they were absolutely just fantastic guys and they had no problems anymore. Yeah. Absolutely none. Uh, but she, if she wants to stay with a guy, she has to, you know, she has to get, you know, she has to, if she really likes the guy, I mean, he may not be worth it, you know, depends. It's, it's, uh, you know, she has to make sure that he agrees to stay off porn, uses porn blockers, lets her look at his, you know, phone and what he's doing. It's like, it's a whole thing. But so, yeah. most women aren't interested in doing that. Well, what she's really signing up for is an addiction, right? And yeah, someone... that's right. It's an addiction. As an yeah. addiction is, so it's something that's, until you, you either dealt with it or you haven't, right? Either no one or you don't. And the thing, addiction is so much more devastating than you think. It never, it never goes away. You're never not an It addict. never goes away. You're just in I it. always compare this to the brain has these uh, pathways that you develop, like with porn or with real women. You develop a, a pathway that's deep and it's always there. So if you're into porn for a while, you have those porn pathways. And then when you get out of it, they're still there. They'll always be there for the rest of your life. And, and, and it'd be so easy to get right back into it. So easy because you never lose those, those pathways. It's like the pathway in the woods that the animals form, you know, to, to over time or the Native Americans or whatever. Those are always there in the woods. Even a hundred years later, there's a path there. So... So it's always going to be an issue for this the, guy. Yeah, there was this really great quote from Matthew Perry who died recently from his addiction. He was like, listen, I, the only one that matters is the first drink. He goes, once that happens, it's on. It's going to be too, like, he's like, I have. You're saying that he died from alcoholism? Or oh, yeah. Your opinion? Is that... yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, when you, as an addict, he's like, one, I know. He's like, I have to stop the first drink because it's like a lot of people go, oh, yeah. you could just have one and it's not a big deal. It's like, no. Once you cross that threshold, there's a huge, the difference between yeah. zero and one is so much bigger than the difference between one and two. And he was like, listen, I know that once the first one happens, I cannot stop myself. I have no control. The addiction takes over. He goes, so I have all this infrastructure in my life to stop the first one. And that's the same thing that has to happen here, which is that, yeah. and it's the heart. I think this isn't a harder addiction because we're exposed to so much. Well, it is because you can't, you can give up drinking, but you can't give up sexual thoughts. Well, you, so you can't even give up sexual imagery. Listen, if you ever try and watch right. a movie without a sex scene, they're so rare. Every movie now has nudity in it. Even like TV shows have a lot of erotic. Some of the, I just watched some of the, I watched a Japanese movie, <clears throat> which was really bad, but it had no sex in it. That's nuts. That's, so I think about that sometimes. You, How often do you see a movie that doesn't have anything in it that's erotic? Any love story, the B plot? Or you remember Napoleon Dynamite, that movie? Mm-hmm. It didn't have swearing. It didn't have sex. And yet it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> you realize yeah, later, you go, I that, guess it didn't. Yeah, but it's just that people think that, like people say like, oh, I love Forrest Gump. It's great for kids. They forget that the mom has to sleep with the principal so that her son can go to a regular school and it shows it with the son listening to the bed squeaking, shows the girl naked playing guitar and catching HIV and all these things we forget because we're so exposed to it. We're just used to it, yeah. And that's the problem. So if even advertising, right? When so much average, so that's the challenge. What I mean is that like alcohol, you control the first drink goes into your mouth with this one. But you don't have to drink. Okay. 
you don't drink your vine, but with uh, sex, it's everywhere and in your That's thoughts, everywhere. You so you have to figure out how to get. If you're exposed to it or not, you can just you, yeah. open your front door or someone in the mall walks by and you get triggered. So what, I, what I do, I feel there's a difference okay. between a beautiful woman in person and pixels, posters, photographs, okay. videos. The big difference. So what I do is I turn away. I don't look at sex scenes. I uh, defocus my eyes if I'm looking in the internet, reading an article, and there's a sexual ad or something. Anything that's arousing to me or exciting, I just totally distract myself and get into something that's interesting. else. Interesting. When I was yeah, in college, that's what I do. and they would have a dirty scene in a movie, I would look at my girlfriend instead of the movie, and she would always get weirded out. And I was like, women don't understand men at all. It's like I just you have no. to control. Men are very simple, really. I don't know why women don't understand men. Women are hard to understand. Men are easy to understand. So definitely. <laughs> so basically, what she has to decide is if there's a couple of choices here. Is it does she want the intimacy or not? She can have a relationship where they don't do anything, and she just sends him photos. And he does what he wants without her. Number two is get out of there. And number three is I'm gonna ride this addiction horse with this guy and see if I can fix him and also i mean he's not even listen this guy doesn't like her i think he maybe hates her yeah he probably doesn't really like her he's not but on the other hand if he's into porn no he's not listen let's say he's so into porn he can't get any pleasure from being with her he's not just doing stuff for her though right he's not like hey i can't do anything but i'll do stuff to you he's not doing anything to her to give her pleasure so he's not even doing that so I'm. That's what I'm saying. I'm getting all the science. Like the long, honestly, like here's the advice: jump ship, get out of this relationship. This guy's. Yeah, I mean, okay. However, if he will talk about it and agree to do something about it, if she's interested enough in the guy, like I said, he's probably not worth it. That's. But if she it. is interested enough and he's worth it, he could fix this. But he has to, you know, want to. And the women don't want to bring it up. I used to have a lot of ED, and 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 I was into porn much much younger days, and um, women didn't say anything about it, and then they would just you know, kind of dump me. Do you, you know, think I couldn't have if a woman had said to you, Hey, you need to stop looking at pornography. You need to give me control of your phone and your computer and we'll make this work. You would have stuck. We didn't have phones then like that, but, but would you um, responded positively? Well, or you when I finally up? did meet a woman that was really amazing, um, I got help for it. I got hypnotism. I went to what hypnotist. I, mean, right. I worked on it and it did was it come from but, and, and we talked about it. But did the idea for getting better come from you or come from her? Cause I feel like me came from me. That's came the problem. I don't think she can yeah. make this guy want to, get cured. Yeah, I was totally not interested in ever having, just like I used to be a big marijuana smoker and everything. When I met this woman and I, she was so wonderful, incredible. I said, I'm just never going to, I got to quit. I got to dump porn. And I did all that and I, everything worked, began working beautifully and it was fine ever since. Yeah. That's that, the challenge. Is married that, to that woman. She, how can, she can't make him want to no. quit that's the problem so right. it has to go with it every yeah. time he probably doesn't like her enough you know oh. to to want to either i don't think he likes her at all yeah probably not yeah none of, there's none of this okay let's jump to the next one. why don't you ask me a question now yeah. okay this man and woman they're both 50 and the woman says hey my boyfriend hates my teenage son and won't yeah. even talk to him they're living uh, in the house together what should i do yeah <laughs> it's like <clears throat> the yeah the son feels rejected, feels ignored because the 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 guy will walk around the house and they have a daughter. The die the guy has a daughter who's there just weekends, and the son he has a biological daughter that's custody on weekends. Yeah, and so wife, it's not that he's not good with children; he's good with his own daughter, but he has no interest in yeah. her son. And her son is like he's for, ignoring the son completely. And the son is like said something. I was like, "Mom, I feel weird. Like, why doesn't he want to talk?" And I get it. Like, why did, there's a man in the house he doesn't want to talk to me, and she's like, 
she, then so she confronts him and says, "Listen, you got to stop this because it's weird, right? To live." She's in confronting house. her boyfriend, yeah. saying, you "And he goes be nice to my." She goes, "If you son. don't do it, I have to move out because my son is too important to me. It's really weird that you won't even talk to him. I don't know what's going on." Right. And the guy refuses, so she moves out. And then the guy's like, hey, I want to go back to where we're just dating, but our families don't interact with each other. They waited a year and a half to even meet each other's kids. So, I mean, you know what I... I found this very... I found this... This is a very odd thing, because why can't a man be very nice and fatherly to a, a, a young man or a boy or whatever? He's a teenager, whatever. Why can't he help him... You know, take an interest and a love for some young person and help them through, you know, adolescence. And so, I, I don't get it. I don't know why he wouldn't want to do that. I really don't understand that. It's a very, very bad trait if that's the case. And I, I think she should dump him if that's the case. When I first read this one, I thought it was going to go to they fight all the time and they don't get along mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me because at least they're. They get along fine. But this apparently they get they, along fine. This one, I mean, the dad, the stepdad, and the stunt don't. The, oh yeah, they don't yeah. interact at all, right? He's saying that yeah, there's like I, a, if they a silent fight, treatment. That would make sense to me, but the fact that they don't even like, oh, the sons are rebelling and the dad's trying to, be, and they're like, you're not my real. That kind of stuff is what you expect. That I what was that stupid movie. Was it Step Brothers or you remember that really stupid? Like movie? in their forties, and they get their parents. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But this idea of, I mean, that yeah, he really hates her son because he won't even acknowledge him as a person she uh, here's the short story get out of the relationship i agree the fact yeah, that i agree you wait 18 months to meet each other's kids is very strange she could all that's a wait four point. years right till yeah. her son that's a sign out. of there was some concern all along yeah okay well i agree with you there so i do agree with you i okay. think more well. and more right there's a lot of single parents out there and it is you know it's a lot to figure out. I think you just have to be upfront. Like you just say on the first days, like, listen, I don't want to raise your kid. And some women, they're like, say something. I don't want you to raise my kid. I just want you to date me, whatever. If you have that conversation on the first date, you lay your cards out, then at least they know what they're getting. But this whole thing of, mm-hmm. I would, the thing that I want in my house more than anything is peace. Like you just don't want friction at home. There's enough friction out in the world. So anything like this in your house would be so stressful right because to have to so like i imagine being the dad and the kid i think about it from both perspectives because i mean as the kid it would be like such a nightmare so that's what he's like yeah he just spends all his time in his room well what else are you gonna do right it would be so weird for me to be around like if you and me lived started living together and you just never spoke to me it would be so weird <laughs> like i would do the same thing i would be like well i would just avoid you right because it's like it's too weird to be next to someone who won't acknowledge your existence so i get it as the dad like the thought of walking past a kid and not and pretending they're not there it's so strange <laughs> i can't wrap my head around that one so yeah to me jump ship she already moved out and like oh the guy's texting you like, yeah he doesn't he's just saying the same thing i want a relationship i don't want your son to be in it let's go back to where we're just dating and it's like this is a thing that happens to women which is they just waste time on losers like stop giving your 20s to guys that don't want a relationship. This woman's about to hit 50 and she's still locked in with a guy who's a loser. Get out of there. You know, stop wasting your time. So, well, let's uh, let's try another one here. Um,
Okay, here's one. These are, I guess you could say they're in their early 30s. So um, she's writing this. And she says, I've got an opportunity that came up. I make a lot of money when I go on these trips that they're like, a, I guess, some kind of a <laughs> four-week <laughs> four uh, job, okay, where you make a lot of money <clears throat> on this job. And it's abroad. It'll be four weeks. And, every, and everything's paid for. The money's really great. She says, but my husband is very upset. He says, like, you can't do this. It's just not right. You can do two weeks, but not four weeks. It's not okay. It's she, says, it's, it's, she says it's unfair. He's not supportive. He says he's supportive, but he's not. Is this what supportive means? I feel like I'm being gaslit. Everybody uses gaslighting now, everybody. I've noticed that. Being about support. He says he's supportive. He's not. This is an institution job. It's not a crazy thing. Why can't he just be happy for me? Why can't, it's, why can't he be easygoing? This isn't right. I feel more like I'm his daughter rather than his wife. That's why he's treating me. What do you think? What's That's an, what came up. So, What's an institution job mean? Oh, I mean, it's a company. That I, I'm assuming she means it's a real company. Like, oh, let's okay. say I thought you meant um, she's it's like an oil company. Month. I thought she's like... <laughs> My interpretation is like, it's for a large corporation that has a four-week gig. With okay. their and, then, and I know that these are... I knew people that worked for these things. They get twenty or $30,000 for a month's work with all expenses paid. That's Got the type it. of thing it was. So it's interesting. There's a couple of movies. Now, I would be very upset if my wife... I wouldn't... Really? I would. I just wouldn't want my wife away for four weeks either. By the way, I, I can't. So she did say they're going through a rough patch lately. There's a lot of ongoing things, and she says I'm considering divorce. That's before this happened. That's important. Okay, so here's what's going on. My first guess: this guy knows they're kind of having some problems, and her going out of town with a bunch of other rich dudes from the company for a month. That's a bad idea. Like that's a recipe for disaster, right? It's um. The rough patch plus being gone for a month. That, and a month is a really long time. And especially, I don't know if they have kids or not, but a month is enough they time. They have no kids. Okay. A month is enough time to get used to being separate. Now, I also think about the reverse. Like when w- women have a military husband or a military husband, there's a military yeah. wife, and they get deployed, you just right. have to deal with it. But there's also a huge amount of infidelity there. You know, like tons oh, of yeah. with the person back home, those marriage, it's really tough on the marriages. So it's a very hard situation. So I think his response he's saying it's interesting women always say like men i want you to tell me how you feel and then he tells her how he feels and she hates it what he's really saying is, but she doesn't like hearing about it so everybody likes to hear what they want to hear they say just tell me what's on your mind honey you know even and then she tells him and she doesn't like it she's upset because he told her like that's all everyone does that you know don't say that unless you really want to hear the truth this <laughs> feeling is not that crazy i feel like no you going away for a month is very stressful for me. Listen, I've dealt with some of the stuff with my relationship where me and my wife have been separated for periods of up to a month, and it stinks. It's really hard. It's horrible. It's um, horrible. Even when my wife goes away for a couple of days, it's really complicated. We have four kids. It makes a lot of other moving parts. But even I did kind of like being away for a few days for a business trip when my but, wife was with our kids. And I was like, oh, I get away for a few days. That's very different. I, I would never want to be. For one thing, a month... You know, I always bring everything back to sex. You know that. Um, I feel like that's the foundation of a of a of a uh, romantic relationship. It's it's key. Well, who's what about sexual needs over a month? That's a long time. I think to that... start easy enough to start, especially if they're not getting along anyway. Well, you know, she goes away. She finds somebody she really likes, and she starts bonding him because he doesn't. She doesn't see any of the problems he has that she's in her with her relationship. It's like free and easy. Like why wouldn't she? Do you think so, the husband's like I can go two months without? 
going to bed with you, but I can't go a month without sleeping with you? Do you think that's where he gets his two weeks limit from? I think it sounds like he feels, since there are um, already like a rough patch, he feels like this is the coup de grace for the marriage. I agree. So thinking. listen, she's going to yeah. leave him. I can already tell you. I don't yeah. have to read it. So yeah. that's right. Once that's right. you say things, and why should she leave him if she's not happy and they have no kids? No, why shouldn't she if she's not happy? Yeah, the really. thing to remember is that it's like eighty percent of divorces are initiated by the woman. If the woman makes more money than the man, she's like ten times more likely to initiate a divorce. So all this to t- you know, the other day we were talking. My whole t- one of my teams, we were talking about this. It was our copywriting team, and there were some other people on the call. And I asked them. We, we were. I said. This is men and women. I say, okay, so tell me, as for the guys here, have you ever dumped a girlfriend? And there's this absolute silence. And then one of the women, she goes, really? <laughs> she says, I ended four of my relationships. And I said, exactly. I said, men rarely, they will sometimes, but they rarely will dump a girlfriend or whatever. Well, women do the dumping most, like you said, maybe 80 or 90% of the time. Yeah. I mean, if I look at all of my relationships, I have ended some relationships, but it's probably less than 20% of them. (laughs) I've been dumped. I was just dumped all the time. I never had one. Can you imagine if you were the one who ended 80% of the relationship? Like, I can't even imagine (laughs) what that's like that amount of, because, (laughs) well, well, this was a a nice group of people. And like I said, the woman, she listens, she realizes she's very smart. She realized, aha, you know, and then she said, I did all the dumping. So yeah, pretty much case closed. Women love, and and that's the thing, women initiate most divorces. And so, especially there's all these factors working against them. When you add in a travel job, there's a lot of problems in not just a travel job, probably living somewhere else. Like you talk about military families. I'm familiar with a lot of people because where I live, uh, one of my places I live in, in Arlington, Virginia, there's a lot of military people and we've had friends. And they would be deployed uh, where there's a, a like a base uh, like in Saudi or something. And they're very close contact, living together with lots of other women and people, you know, men and women. It's just all kinds of things are going to happen. It's just yeah, it's I, not just a job. It's 24-7. Well, that's, that's what I point. mean is that she's going away for like – yeah, um, and it's not once a year. You know, what I mean, this type of thing—you probably do it two times a year, three times a year. It can work. I know of marriages sure. where it's worked, but eventually, every time I know where it's worked, they eventually stop doing it because it adds. Yeah, yeah. You have it's to, either the marriage or this. It can't be both after a while, right? You have I to mean, think it just about, can't. There's too many right things that increase or decrease the friction in your marriage. Right? There are certain things which increase the friction, and it's also like. He's she's hearing what she wants to. Hear. The guy's actually saying, "I want to be with you more, right? I don't want you to go away because I like spending time with you." And she's hearing, "You're yeah. limiting me." That tells you that she's yeah. already ejected relationship. Because most women, they always right. oh, I want a guy who wants to be around me. She's like, "Why does my husband want to be around right. me?" So, right, <laughs> that's right. So what she's complaining yeah. about is like, "Isn't this what you always wanted?" So yeah. the way she describes it is, "My husband, my husband doesn't want me to go away. What a bad guy." <laughs> And it's like the marriage, I don't know if the marriage is definitely over. They have serious problems. And this is what happens when you share your feelings as a man. It's really hard because women say, tell me how you actually feel. It tells you how it actually feels. And she, and once people start, because I've had someone do this to me recently where they said, oh, you're acting like a child. And I was like, please explain that to me. Which part of my action? Because I'm, I'm like, be specific. Right. Because it's like, that's a pretty big characterization, right? To say that. And it's like, well, exactly which thing I'm doing is childish because I was making a sophisticated argument at the time. And maybe 
and I want to hear it. And it's like when they can't. Anyway, it's an ad hominem attack. It's an attack on right. you instead of the it's argument. It's right. a sign of a weak. They don't believe they're going to win the argument with logic or truth. Well, so they just right. attack when have you. you ever had a fight with your wife or girlfriend and she starts using logic on you? I'm sorry. I've never had one of those. <laughs> sorry. That sounds amazing. All right. Well, okay. Let's go to the next question. <laughs> my parents don't like my boyfriend, so they gave me an ultimatum. Jeez. Mm. I... So the thing to remember... With Wait the, a minute. Okay. There's a... just Is that the whole story? Or is there more color to this? There's a lot of color to it. The parents are jealous. Don't think the boyfriend's man, macho enough, basically. But he just... Okay. They've been together for six years. Every time... They were from college all the way through... Actually, they started off in junior college. Then they went to colleges. Then he... He just graduated, he just passed the bar. He's a lawyer. He went through the whole journey. Oh. So this is something I'm familiar with because I've actually been through one of these. Um, and what's going on is that once the parents don't like a guy, it's really hard. Now they basically said, listen, you, and they, she's like, after six years together, they were to go, if you move in with your boyfriend, we're out of your life. But she, the way she, I don't, felt, I, I, I think, I think that the fact is that if you're a parent, we're both parents. Your kids are younger than mine. Mine have, you know, adults are old, you know, grown adults and approaching middle age even. Um, I'm actually 90 years old. I pro people say I don't look my age. But um, you have to like your romantic partner of your son or daughter. You have to as a parent, I think. You just have to. There's no choice. So You have to. Unless... He's he's abusive, you know. He hits her or something like that. So, but you know, barring that, you have to. It's your obligation. Yeah, I was looking for that in the thing. I was trying because she basically says, "Oh, they have no reason." And it's not. I wonder if she's masking the reason. She doesn't give a reason. She's like, "Oh, they just always just like right. him." And I was like, "Oh, is he a loser or something?" But I can tell you this because I went through this with someone in my family where the parents did not like the boyfriend, and then. They didn't speak to them for two years because they were like giving advice that this is how you do it. Here's what I'll tell you. Ultimatums never work. They just don't. Ultimatums leave. Well, I, here, 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 here's the thing. Okay, I think they can work, but the person that's sleeping with you is going to have the power, not the person who's not. Okay, do you that's think the there's difference. a scenario where the parents can give an ultimatum about who you're dating and that works? Never, because you're not sleeping with them. You're sleeping with this woman. That's the difference. It's a hundred times more powerful than what your parents you're told only, you. Maybe if they're living off your money, you have a shot at. I think maybe. That's, a, that's the only maybe. chance we have a 1% chance yeah. of it working. Your parents are rich and they say, oh, we'll disown you. We're going to take you out of the will and Listen, all the trust. I know of one of those where the parents could happen. offer the boyfriend the money. Go away. And I've he, heard that. he didn't take it. I was like, dude, you're an idiot because this girl is not going to stay with you after. And of course, she didn't stay with him after <laughs> college. I was like, you should take that money. Like, I was like, I'll give you some advice right now. I know. I've heard that too. I know. You're probably right. If you're, anyway, any parent, any, any girl that has parents like that would kind of has to give you pause to, to, to get with this girl because you're always going to have to have those parents like, you know, the specter of them hanging over you. That's going to be a problem. Yeah. You know, um, this could be for religious reasons, right? I mean, it could be that that's uh, the one I'm you know, they're Jewish and he's reason. Christian or that's you know. one. That's one I, I know about. But this one, yeah. it's just like the basic thing is here. She's been with the guy for six years. If they're, it's just way too late. The parents made the wrong move. I can understand it. Yeah. Like if you, they did. They th basically the parents have tried hinting for a long time. Like they, they've been telling her for years they don't like him. Like we don't like him. He makes you drive your own. All this stuff. And then it was like, well, here's what I know. 
at least in my family, we each, my two older sisters, they're both married. The guys they married, I didn't like them. Yeah. My parents. But that's different. They were not, we thought these are the wrong guys for you. And having seen them (laughs) be married for 10 to 20 years, like one of my sisters, right? She was dating a fighter pilot and then she now she's switched to the friend who snuck in through the friend zone. Okay. That's who she married. And we were all like, go back to the fighter pilot. Well, we didn't know the fighter pilot had a major drinking problem. He was saying things that weren't nice to her. So it was actually, there was an, uh, some problems in the relationship we weren't aware of because we just met him at his best, right? It was like so cool. Um, same thing for the one, my older sister, her husband, man, rough personality. Obvi- very abrasive personality, always thinks he's right. But I'll tell you what, man, when my sister got the big C, he, I, got, I was like, I get it now. He was the right guy for that situation. Yeah. So yeah. Very often when we see other people's relationships, and again, I've also seen, even if someone's in a really bad relationship, if you have a friend in an abusive relationship and you tell them to leave, it doesn't work. People just don't. They get stuck in. Well, yeah, I mean, you'll lose your friend. I mean, you can never do do really Because even if they break up, I've had that where they break up, they go, I'm so glad you broke up. He was the worst. And then they get back together with them a day later and they tell the person. Yeah, you you were the one that told them that. You'll never forget that. You've lost your friend. So the best thing to do. Yeah. But okay. Just be super supportive of anybody that your daughter or son is with, regardless of what you think inside. Just pretend. Is there any way you can get your kid to break up with someone when they're dating someone they shouldn't be dating? It's not my business. I would never try. I would never try. It's not my business. Okay. Even I look at it that way. Physical? Well, I would try to talk to her about it, but it's not my business. You know, people make choices that it's their life. That's how I feel. I feel like we have our path and I always feel like okay. it's a very narrow thing. That's my business. I got one for you here. Uh, a guy he's uh, in his late, mid, late thirties. He goes, I'm best shape in my life. I have money. I have a career. Love it. I have some fun hobbies. I'm, I'm very successful at life. Okay. He goes, I even get hit on by attractive women semi-regularly in public places like parks and theaters. I got compliments from women. Problem is, I don't want a hookup. I want a relationship. I want to get married. I want to have kids. I'm sorry. He says, I, want to, I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids. I already have a kid. I have an ex-wife, divorced. I don't want more kids. I want a serious romantic relationship, but I don't want a woman that wants more kids. Okay. That's the point he's making. So how do I get this? He says, there are multiple women who want to date me with intention. I've never heard that term, that phrase, but I, it makes sense to me. But I realize each of them wants to have a family and children. They're my age, right around there, maybe slightly younger. And I don't want to waste their time. On the first date, women my age group, they tell me about plans to have kids yep. within 15 minutes of the date starting. <laughs> maybe I'm selecting the wrong people. Maybe it's selection bias. Maybe the women who have successful careers are ready to have kids, but I'm not. I don't want more kids. What do I do? So this is very interesting to me. Because his life sounds awesome, by the way. Women are hitting him all the time. This guy sounds like my hero. So what happens is a lot of women, they're doing this thing now, right, where they do their career and they wait to have a kid late 30s, which to me is a poor decision making. That's a bad decision. So there's so much more. There's a lot of health complications. with. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're saying it's a bad decision for a woman to put her career first and then have kids later in her life? Is that what you're saying? Yes. So I agree with you. There's just listen, I don't care about, so I'm just talking medically. So when you, cause you know, all those things you're worried about your kid having the odds of every type of birth defect go up as you're older. 
It's a direct correlation. We know that because my wife's, you know, just about to enter her thirties and we look at, you know, we're talking about more kids. So it's something very much on our radar. So that's the first thing, right? Is that this, so waiting like that, but that's what happens is that these women are at the buzzer. Yeah. There's five minutes. They go, I yeah, they are. Let's say you're yeah. 38. You got to have your kid before you hit 40. Right. Right. And so they're like, okay, the time it takes to meet a guy, da, 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 get to the kid. That's 18 months, which means I really only have. The problem is that what women do, and I understand it is they get out of college, like they're 22, 23. They get a job. A lot of times it's a crappy job. It takes a while to get into a better job. And they don't want to have kids because like there's plenty of time anyway, and I need to get my career moving. And they finally get the good job and the good situation. And maybe they're in their early thirties by then. So now they're very, very desperate to have children naturally, but the men that they're likely to meet are older men who don't want to have a family mostly because the younger men or the men their age have already got married and already have kids. They're not interested in a you know 32-year-old, 34-year-old woman. They're already married. And the people that are interested in a 32 or 34-year-old woman are going to be men in their 50s or 60s. And they don't want children. Yes. So that's the problem with women waiting. They end up really, really, really being stuck. And that's why we have so many single uh, women uh, mothers. Because they just decide, I'll just have kids anyway. Yeah. It's very, very common now. And I, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a big mistake. But I understand why they make it. So, yeah. So that's one issue, but his issue is that like, you just have to, I'll tell you this, is you have to tell people, once you hit a certain age, the stuff you see on the first date changes. So by the time, yeah, my first date with my wife, I was like, listen, I'm never getting married. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we got, we actually got married, not for her. I got married for, to, for the kids because I live in another country. I actually needed to extend a stronger legal protection to the kids. So that's why we got married. So it wasn't about her at all right oh i my, my niece had a um she got a boyfriend and you know she really fell for him as you know it was like the first boy she really felt for you could tell and he just said i absolutely don't want kids there's no way i'm never gonna have kids just forget it and she stuck with him anyway and they have kids now you know men often change their Pro- mind about well that. that's the problem is that women they- he didn't have kids though before but listen that the problem is those my story and that story are the why women think, oh, he'll just change his mind. I can tell you another one because I have someone in my life who they've been with the same guy for 20 years. And the first date he goes, I'm not having kids on there. I'm going to marry you. 20 years later, he's like, yeah, I'm still – I haven't – I told you. I'm, I told you I didn't want kids. I was very – yeah. he said it on the first date. So the pro, I yeah. would not – as a woman, if you really want to have kids and a guy says he doesn't want a kid, just like – here's the thing. When someone – You said believe him. Just believe them. So yeah. we only – Especially if he has a kid already. Yeah. Okay. So, if he doesn't have a kid, it may be something that a, a man sort of takes to fatherhood, like my niece's boy, boyfriend or now husband. But if he has a kid already and says, "I don't want kids," you got to believe him, and then you just move on. Yeah. But so, so back to this question though: mm-hmm. What does he do to meet a woman? He wants a real relationship. He says, "Not a hookup." He yeah. says, "But I don't want to have marriage. I don't want to have kids. But I want to oh. have a deep romantic bond with a woman." Like, okay. What do we do about with this guy? So that he doesn't want marriage and he doesn't want kids. That's a tough one. Because. I don't think it's like he doesn't want marriage necessarily, but he, he wants a, a, a long-term partner, romantic partner. He just doesn't want to have kids. I think that's the real yeah, deal so breaker, to me, the kids, not the marriage. Here's what you do. You put it in your dating profile, right? And you say, don't want kids. Okay. It's easy. So that, okay. and he just has to, okay. I mean, he's meeting women at the park and women at the theater are walking up to him. Like, nah. it sounds like this guy. He could have a t-shirt made. He could say, I'm a good catch. I want I want a, a serious woman, no kids. And then that would avoid yeah, that. And also, getting like, hit on by women. It's very interesting kids. that he's late 30s and he's dating women in their late 30s. 
He's not. Yeah. What does he expect? He's not dating women in their twenties. They're kind of really living it up. So for me, yeah, I think that if he just waits, just wait a couple of years, the women your age won't be able to have kids anymore. So the problem will solve itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He has to date. He could also do what I did. I did. I mean, we have kids, but I dated an older woman. I ended up, you know, you could date an older woman if he's, you know, women in early forties. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that much yeah, older. That's the thing. That's, you can just the problem date women that are postmenopausal. So yeah, yeah but I mean, she'll have kids. And then he has a kid. It'll be like, um, all in the, what is that? Um, uh, Part, what's the show, you know, where they have the two families? The they call them blended families the now. Brady Bunch, Partridge family, Brady Bunch, Brady, Bu- Brady Bunch. There you go. Yeah, I why I can't like, think of it. Brady Bunch. Sons and you have three yeah. daughters, and there's a ton of tension in the house. Like that's. Well, anyway, he's got a son. He'll probably if he if he dates women in the early forties, they'll probably have a kid or two anyway, right? And that's the end of the problem. Yeah, I mean, so there you go. You have to be realistic. Um, it's like you're not going to meet a woman in her mid thirties who doesn't want to have kids who wants a serious relationship. Very easily. I mean, there's some, but very few. I got one more idea. What if he just gets okay. snipped but doesn't tell him? Uh, oh, I want first of all, to... getting snipped. I'd love to have is kids a dangerous. See, <laughs> yeah, I wish I hadn't had that. And you know, my daughter said it's not reversible. Unfortunately, no, no, I don't her. think it's a good idea. Ever no, you have don't tell one. them. Yeah, yeah. Secret. You snip. just keep trying, and then you don't never get. She never gets pregnant. No, why she's not getting? What if she does get pregnant though? What if she does? I know people that's happened. <laughs> You know what? You At that point, here's how I feel. If you get the and she gets pregnant, God has made a very clear declaration, right? It's no yeah, – God got involved in your situation. was like, no, you're having a kid. By the way, getting snipped is a is a bio, physiologically bad idea for men. It's it's a, really a problematic. It increases their chances of getting cancer. It's better just get gelded, idea. right? Use condoms. Fully take the off proper the balls, way. right? Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry. Uh, do you have another question? Uh, let me choose one. Yeah, I've got some here. I want to choose one that's really funny. Um, okay. I'm 23. Oh, sorry. I'm 22. My girlfriend's 23. She just cheated on me and told me she can't promise it won't happen again. What should I do? Oh, okay. That's a good question. She can't promise it won't happen again means it'll happen again. <clears throat> so serial cheaters we talked about are serial cheaters. Like if, if a woman cheats, she's going to cheat again. Pretty much guaranteed. So um, that's one reason why, you know, there's that classic thing where you're at the office working late and there's a woman that's married and, you know, and then you you have an affair. Right. <clears throat> that's the then then she leaves her husband for you, but she'll probably have an affair with someone else and leave you. I mean, if she cheated, not always, but quite often. Right. If she cheats once, she'll cheat again. So uh, what should I do? I mean, if you don't mind being with a woman that cheats, stay with her. Yeah. I mean, you have to be one of those guys where that's your fetish. Then it's a perfect fit. Right. They say there's a, yeah, whatever perfect. your thing is, there's someone who that's their fetish. I think it's the same thing. Like if there's a guy who cheats, right. They got he's like, Oh, how did you meet your, I was the mistress. Now I'm the wife. And then I can't believe he has another mistress. How can you not believe that? <laughs> so yeah, Mike's well, it's a little early in life to be cheating. I mean, I think someone who's 23 and she's cheating, she just likes male attention. I, she no, just likes the game and the fun. That's all. I she's not ready for a serious relationship. Way more common. When you're young, because you don't take anything seriously, yeah. like cheating in high school. It's not serious. I certainly, it's not that serious. I, I yeah. was involved in a lot more cheating in high school than in college. And then after college, it kind of was on both sides, right? Because it's. Yeah, it's serious when you have a relationship and you have kids and you have yeah, a whole like, life well, together. Was, that's serious. But at this point, it's not serious at all. And she should cheat. Is. She should just, she shouldn't be in this relationship. She should be 
doing what she wants to do and whatever it is and uh, have fun. And she uh, wants to have her get it out of her. too. I want to have a boyfriend, but allowed yeah. to do whatever I want. That's what this is. Yeah. This guy needs to jump. This guy needs to jump mm-hmm. ship, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least she's on. Exactly. I also respect that she's like, listen, I cheat on you, and it's going to happen again. Like that's very. Yeah, I really can't guarantee it won't happen again. I mean, she it had will the courtesy again. to okay. tell him it's going to happen again. Most people don't do that. I love that one. Remember, we were talking about about really believing somebody. He should really believe her when she tells him that. She should believe her. Yeah. Yeah, she's telling the truth. So that's cool. So all right. Well. I think my wife is in love with her best friend. So is that one? Yeah. I love this one because my wife that's a common scenario. has been reconnecting yeah. with her best friend from high school who's now in town and they're hanging out together all the time. The best friend never wants to meet yeah. me. So I've never met her. But whenever my wife hangs out with her and is about to go together, she's so happy in a way that I've never seen her happy like that before. No, the best friend is a man. Is no, that right it's a woman. It a woman. So my wife. It is a woman. So, okay. And he's like, I went through, and he did the thing you do, right? You go through the Facebook and then you say, listen, you have all these pictures of you in high school and in your yearbook where you're holding hands with this woman, your best friends in high school. And the woman's response is like, how dare you go through my phone, right? That's how you know, right? That's how you know. <laughs> see, see, someone who's lying attacks you and how you got the information you know, instead of the actual information itself. So it right? goes to, it goes all the way. That's how you could tell they're lying. It's a guaranteed way to tell you're lying. If you bring it up to somebody and they go, how did you get that? You shouldn't be looking. That means they're lying. Broke my privacy. It gets all the way to finally yeah. long. It's a long journey, but it gets to the point where finally she goes, listen, okay, we were girlfriends in high school. I'm secretly, I've secretly been gay. I'm still in love with her. Uh, she's my true love. And he, uh, he goes, well, do you love me? She goes, and she goes to the husband. I love you as a friend. She drops the friend zone on her, okay. and she's been married for like seven years. So okay. the question is, what should the guy do? God, I hate all the answers today. All of them are leaving. They're all answers like that. Yeah. Um, um, he should bring her into the marriage, you know, like the yeah, first question we he, had. He really is. Your, that's he needs to that's talk a to no brainer. <laughs> He's got the two. He should, you know, he said, hey, why don't you have her live here, honey? And we can all be together. So my feel, let me tell you how I feel about it is like, I don't have serious. I don't know why he cares. Here's my perspective. If my wife had a girlfriend, I don't think I would care at all. He cares because she's emotional emotionally attaching so to that me, woman it was already yeah so the thought of oh my wife love it's not with, it's not i don't care if they're sleep I, if my wife had a girlfriend they were sleeping i don't th- if it was a guy that's not happening like like a lot of women in a lot of cultures you know they know their husband is like he's a good provider we have a marital foundation so it's fine he has a strong sex drive and he wants somebody else it's fine for him to have someone else just don't tell me about it that's how they are in places like france or in Thailand and a lot of culture, Japan, where they just understand this, right? That's not true in the U.S. It, it's, and it, but but in, there, in this so in this case, it's not a for her the woman the wife. It's not a casual fling with a woman. It's a serious, emotionally committed relationship. That's the problem with it. You could say, well, it's okay if my wife has a girlfriend and sleeps with her. I, I understand what you're saying, but what if? you know, one's wife is very emotionally attached to this woman and wants to make a life with her and just, that's not okay. That's a problem. I think that's what she's saying here. Yeah, yeah. so he's, yeah, my wife's in love with her. They've been in love for 10 years. They were secretly dating in high school, all this stuff. I don't know. I you just know. think if we're together for seven years, so the, here's the thing. If me and my wife are still being, if our intimacy doesn't drop off, um, probably 
yeah, I just don't know. That would be a big deal for me. And that's obviously if I was in the situation, maybe I feel different, but I just feel like I definitely would like not like it. If it was a guy, I wouldn't put up with that. She'd be out the door like immediately. But as far as it being a woman, cause it's like, it's not really competition because none of the things I like to do with my wife, right? Does this with the woman want to do? It's all the stuff I don't want to do. I just think I think that that woman, the woman, the girlfriend should come live with him. Well, the girl and they no, should the, have well, a nice open marriage. Here's where the situation: the girlfriend won't even meet the husband because she hates. Well, yeah. Listen, I mean, husband, and, all, really. and, and the wife and the and and the wife doesn't really love her husband sexually or romantically anymore. No, so, she said you know, it. Well, she already said that. She said, "I love yeah. you as a friend." Now the guys. Should, yeah, that's the end of it. That's the end. The guy should just yeah. be like it's already been switching over. to revenge. Yeah, she was hiding her. L- lesbianism um, all this time, basically. Yeah. She was committed to someone else, and I don't know, she shouldn't have gotten married. It's a big mistake, you know? I've had a number of men that I have coached who have a gay lover on the side, and they're happily married to women. Not uncommon. But there's not an emotional thing with it. Their wife doesn't know, and it's not an emotional thing. And I think men do that a lot. Um, I, I know gay men have told me, you know, that where they have sex with other men, it's like no big deal. Women aren't the same way. So if the woman is having a relationship with another woman, especially after all this time, she's very emotionally into that, into that woman, and uh, so she's not going to want her husband anymore. Here's a powerful question that I, I've asked a lot of women. It's like, would you be more upset if your husband slept with another person or is in love with another person? And they all would be more upset by the second one. Of course they would. As sleeping with somebody is not a big deal. Like I say, in other cultures, it's just normal. Yeah. I mean, it's expected. Everybody, they don't, they, the woman doesn't, the wife doesn't want to hear about it, and she wants yeah. the husband to be discreet about it. Some of them will have prostitutes for that purpose, um, and and they, they, especially in Thailand, I've been told that there's villages will have a prostitutes, and the the wife expects her husband is going to go to those prostitutes. It's not a big deal because it's not emotional. Husband still comes home and is, uh, you know, has a family and 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 is uh, loves his wife and his his children. So. And then the wife feels like, oh, I don't have to put out all the time. I don't really want to anymore anyway. So yeah, or let him have his sex uh, uh, drained somewhere else. Let him have his... Uh... Weird stuff on someone else. <laughs> like, I don't have to do the weird stuff. Let him drain his seed with someone else. Yeah. It's just about... So... Women feel a lot of pressure as they get older. <clears throat> so sex drives tend to be equal at a certain period in life, but they don't stay equal. And, and, and many times they're lower. Women have a lower sex drive anyway. But even if their sex drive is high, uh, when they hit menopause, usually it's not high anymore. And a lot of times they feel like men are just put, put pressure on them and they don't really want to have sex anymore that much. And then as they get a little bit older, especially if they're not doing some of the solutions that we talk about um, in, our, uh, in our work, <clears throat> they'll have what's called vaginal atrophy. They'll just have painful intercourse and they won't even want to have sex. And a lot of times, you know, the husband still wants to do it. and uh, what choice does he have, really? So yeah. I have a lot of guys like this, and they would never leave their wives, and they wouldn't cheat yeah, either. Just, so they're just. So I think most of these problems boil down to communication. You have to talk about it. Because like sometimes my wife will ask me things where she's like, thinks I want to do certain things, and I'm like, no. Like definitely not. <laughs> like I'm not interested in that. Like they think it's a guy fantasy. I'm like that's not one of mine. So. I tell you one time, a woman that I had slept with one time sent me like a foot picture and I was like, don't ever do that again. That's so gross to me. I'm like... A foot picture? You know, like feet stuff. 
Because to me, it's I understand. Gross. I understand. Like, I'll be right now. Like, if you held your foot up to the camera, I'm going to look away. I'm not going to zoom in. That's, I know that, and listen, I know it's the most. Well, my gross. feet are gross. My wife's feet aren't gross to me. I mean, my wife's body's not gross to me, but everyone else. Oh, no, my so wife's feet are, there. my wife all the time, I'm trying to put socks on her. Okay. I don't like to be near feet. But that, but also, that's the most common fetish is feet. So I get it. Most guys, there's a lot of feet guys out there. It's a whole thing. But I'll tell you what, it's, um, you have to talk about this stuff. What do you like? What do you like? Because they'll guess. And this is the same thing. Like you just, if you don't talk about all of these problems come from communication, right? That's what breaks up most marriages. Whatever you want in the bedroom. If you want to have, I think, yeah, if you guys talk about it and say, okay, you can have a mistress, but here's the rules. It's much better than the other way, right? Of it being a surprise when she they run it. And I think the rules are, I don't know about it. No one else knows about it. And you're not emotionally attached to this person. Those rules would be okay. That's generally the rules that are used in these kinds of situations. Now people are trying this rules of like we're both dating the person or... Yeah. People, it just introduces a lot of... Marriage is already hard. Adding all the complexity to it is not going to make it easier. And that's a big mistake. A lot of people... I think one of the big problems is that most media lies... It either shows marriage is harder than it is, like it's a nightmare, or it's easier than it is. <laughs> like, when you think about it, can you give me an example? Can you give me an example of the nightmare? Something that's. Uh... Yeah. Have you seen Mr. and Mrs. Smith? It turns out they're both assassins. I did. They find out and they just beat each other like mercilessly, right? Yeah. It's an example. Or any of those movies where like it turns out the husband is like crazy. Oh, here's one. Have you seen the recent Invisible Man movie? This is a really good one. No. So, is that the one based on the um No, this is a new African American novel. No, no, this is the newer one where the the girl Rough. her husband can turn invisible, so when she tries to break up with oh. him, he does things like he murders her sister, then puts the knife in her hand. Yeah. He That's very common. <laughs> okay. But he like does, he, he gets her put into an asylum by putting on an invisible suit and then making her look crazy. Okay. That's an example. That's, That's an, an example, example of so, so I think people don't understand marriage because the writers on these things, they don't really understand it, um, especially because a lot of them are never had a model of a successful marriage. Yeah. You know, they're can... born from, uh, they're, they're, you know, a single mom. Their dad was all kind of out of it. And then they're writing these screenplays and they, they've never seen a successful marriage. They don't have any experience with it. So what does it look like? You never see you healthy know. physical. You never see a husband and wife who've been married for 20 years doing a sex scene. No, never, never do. Never, never. Or an old people sex scene who've been married. You know, I, I'm an opera fan. <clears throat> I'm an opera fan. My favorite opera, really, in terms of the story, is uh, the single opera that Beethoven wrote called Fidelio, which obviously is, means faithfulness. And I like it because it's a wife who busts her husband out of a political prison. That's what, you know, she, she's going to do all out for her husband to get him out of prison. That's why I love that story so much, because it's about, you know, what a good marriage should be like. The good marriage shouldn't have anyone locked up in, in prison, of course, but <laughs> where you'll each do anything for the other person. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's a good marriage. But so even with that, it doesn't show marriage to me is two people trapped in a room together and they can't escape. But you've chosen the person <laughs> you're, you're, you've chosen the person you're handcuffed to. That's what, and so there's positives and benefits. You're always with the person you chose, but also the negative is you're always with the person you chose. So that's – and that's – there's such this romantic notion. And every- okay, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to sex for again. So, you know, when you first are – what they used to call courtship? Yep. 
psychologists still call it the courtship phase, like when you just can't get enough of the other person, right? You just think about them all the time. I remember when a woman I was really into, I would just lie there when I was apart from her and just daydream about her. You know, that's how powerful it was. And um, so once you get married after a while, those hormonal things disappear. Now, hopefully by then you really like each other on other levels, right? Other things that you like about the other person. But a lot of times after a while, the sex becomes kind of routine and boring. And you don't really like a lot of things about the other person. That's the problem with most marriages. So it is possible to sustain the courtship phase forever. It's possible for you to be so into each other, you can't keep your hands off each other. In your, you know, been married 40 years. Totally possible. That's what I teach in my work. Um, and it's how you have sex and everything. And, and then it's like your life can be absolutely amazing and you never want to be away from your, the other, your partner. It can be that way. Yeah, it's so just all very, very easy to do, actually. What I'm talking about is that even with all that, like we have a great intimacy, my wife and I, almost every day. Sure. But what, so here's the thing. There's a Celtic thing that's like, they say it about Celtic or Irish people, which is like, when we're at home, we just want to be traveling. When we're traveling, we just want to be at home. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Sometimes like I'm so annoyed that my wife is not hanging out with me. And sometimes I just want her to go away. Like, so it's that, right? It's like, it's like, why don't you just go downstairs and spend time with the kids? And then I'm like, can you, where are you? I'm lonely. So it's that. I, I'm telling you, there are, there are ways of engineering this the relationship with just very easy and usually for the man to do mostly that are, that take away that any desire to be away from your, your wife, you believe it or not. No, I don't. I think that's crazy because that's a fantasy. I know it sounds you never crazy. want to be by yourself. You're never working by yourself. Like is she in the room with you right now? Oh, I'm always by myself, but I'm working. Okay. I, I work intensely. And she's she's in the other room, but she's working on her own stuff. Yeah. I, I'm just saying I would love to be with her. You know, I would love to lie down with her and, and so forth. But, you know, we're busy. I mean, we have a life. Yeah, but I never want to be, like, apart from her. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to cast my wife out or make her go away from. No, I know. I know like what you're saying. No, I'm saying. I know. You want some alone time is what you're saying. Not even that. Just, like, sometimes it's like, yeah, we're together. And, <laughs> and I'm like. Basically, like we'll be watching a movie and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're being so annoying. And then we'll be she'll be downstairs. I'm like, why aren't we watching a movie together? It's the same with my kids. Yeah. Listen, sometimes I yeah. like the kids are I'm like, oh, I wish the kids were home. <laughs> then 10 minutes later. It's like when we went last time me and my wife went on vacation, we were away and all we wanted to do. We let we ended the vacation. All you talk about is the kids. We come right? home and, and then we were like, like, we've made a horrible mistake. We came home early. Right? We've made a horrible mistake. We should have <laughs> stayed on vacation. That, I know. I always had that bittersweet feeling when I had my kids going to uh, preschool. Yeah. Uh, we, we, I always had that bittersweet feeling when I dropped them off and, and checked them in and I, the door closed and I'm walking to my car. I felt really wonderful and really horrible and sad at the same time. Yeah. I mean, that's why I tried to homeschool my kids. We did for a few years. I just wanted to homeschool the kids forever because I just want them here all the time. And I do like yeah. that, but, um, that's the challenge is that finding that balance. So, I mean, a lot, of, but what I'm saying is a lot of these people, they, you go in thinking, if you expect that you'll never fight and then you have your first fight, you're so shocked, you end up like, you know what I mean? That's the problem is that we're never told, hey, marriage, people never tell you marriage is hard. That's the problem. And because they never tell you it's hard, you're not prepared for that. So you are in the honeymoon phase and suddenly at a certain point, right, the oxytocin goes down, the early phase goes yeah. away and you are now going from the sprint yeah. to the marathon and you're like, well... Why is it so? Listen, you're, there are so many things 
Okay, and this is a common one. Like the way my wife treats toothpaste is really offensive to me. She never closes it. She squeezes it from the middle like a monkey. She can't do the thing where you roll it up at the end cleanly. Like, and that's very common. A lot of people have a toothpaste issue with their partners, right? And it's like if you're not ready for that, if you don't know that living with another person is very hard, when you do it for the first time or when you whatever, you have all this friction. And because you don't expect it, you think you're the only one. The problem is, and this is the same thing. I, I think the hardest thing is really I, I know some – we have a my, – my wife has friends who are much older. And she, you know, make maybe almost 80, you know, and the wife says, oh, I never, uh, ever appear with my husband until I'm all ready. I have my face on and everything. I never do that because, you know, you never want to show weakness, you know, you don't want to show how, and they have separate bedrooms. I, I think the problem is that, um, uh, you have to see somebody when they just wake up and they don't have any makeup on and they look like shit, or maybe they've gained weight or whatever else, you know, that's what you deal with. So my method fixes all that honestly because if you're in the courtship phase all the time you don't see the person's flaws the same way they don't see yours either so yeah sounds like magic it is magic and with that we will um i think uh, we're done and so thank you so much appreciate you now um i would like to ask you something if you would uh, we have another video here that you will enjoy and hit like and subscribe and hit the bell icon so that when you're bored and all of a sudden we'll have a new video that you can watch or listen to and be entertained by. Um, and it really helps if you write a comment, you can say, hi, Matt, or hi, Jonathan. You can ask a question. You could tell us how wrong and screwed up we are. Uh, you can tell, uh, you know, whatever you want. It would be great if you'd leave a comment also, and we'll see you on the next video.